All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Good To Me podcast. My name is Chris, and over there, I have my lovely host, co-host, friend, compadre, whatever you want to call him, Zane. How you doing today? Good, man. I'm doing good. How about you, sir? And it's another day in paradise. Just just living <laughs> it up. Um, So, yeah, we are doing a good the word i'm looking for i don't want to say a rerun but a uh a good remix to the original one that i posted months and months and months and months and months ago this is the brand new new and improved good to me podcast 2.0 uh we're gonna be having good topics here we're gonna have music being played as well and we are gonna have uh, me and Zane, hopefully another person in Asia, hopefully when she comes in, and other guests and friends coming in to just talk about music and why they love what they do so much, whether they actually sing or rap or play instruments or make beats, whatever musically inclined they are is who we want on this podcast. And to start off... We have me and Zane, who are very, very good with music. Uh, I don't really play instruments per se. Um, I wish I could. Um, my dad tried to get me into it. I could, I could have played the drums, but I kept beating the crap out of it. So um, there's that. Um, but let's just talk about us. So let me pass it on to you, Zane. What made you? Oh, not a good what made you, but how did you start with music? How did you, when did you learn that music is what you're drawn to? You know, all the good stuff. Who did you first listen to? You know, what instrument did you pick up first? What got you into music? Um, you know, I think it was like my, just a lot of family members were musicians, um, my parents were in band when they were younger. My grandparents were in a band. Uh, a couple of my grandparents were actual musicians who played music for churches and uh, whatnot. But um, so I think it just kind of runs in the family. It's my blood. Um, but I guess kind of the first people I listened to that I can remember is probably just like dad rock vibes, like being on the truck driving sitting in the back um, music playing windows down and just having like the Eagles playing or something like that okay um, but yeah it was either that or it was like uh, school morning driving to school with my with my mom and she had like Caleb on listening to some uh, Christian beats on the way to school <laughs> <laughs> And that was the what the early two thousands Christian stuff oh, too. Geez, yeah. Oh, yep. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. So. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, can't relate to the Eagles as much. I've I've come to know about the Eagles later in my life. Once I got into high school, preferably once I start getting start going to Beaver Creek, which is where you and I met. But at CJ, never was that. Um. <laughs> My, how 
it was for my family is a lot of us weren't really in bands per se but we gone to a lot of concerts yeah. and i mean a lot and met a lot of famous celebrities oh, that's super cool yeah um <clears throat> excuse me um my dad is the only one that actually like interviewed artists or anything like that he went uh he actually went to icb um when i was born shout out to icb about to graduate here in november super duper uh generic plug but whatever um <laughs> so he went here and he did a bunch of like tv production and everything and then he got gigs of being a dj so he did that and he went to um central state and central state is hbcu here um in ohio and when he got there he was working at um I think it's 88.9 it's uh it's a jazz studio or jazz station and um he went by christopher d and he would be on the on the radio from 6 p.m to 10 p.m um that was awesome to hear my dad there um i have fond memories of like he's asking mom to bring him some food because he forgot to pack something and i would run in and bring him the food and he would be like, hold on, do his little intro, outro, put a song on, grab the food, say he misses me, loves me, and I'm walk out. Um, yeah, um, with that, my other earliest memories is just being in a car with him and his Cadillac just bumping crazy hip hop yeah. and R&B. He had the boomer speakers in there. I am like two years old with these just sitting in the back with the <laughs> the speakers going crazy i should have worn i really should wear i should have worn headphones i really think because of that i'm going to be deaf uh, by the age of 40 <laughs> i already told my girlfriend that just bear with me um but yeah like just super early 2000s r&b hip-hop i was a big Chris Brown fan when he came out. I was a big Bow Wow fan when he came out. Well, he was already out before I was born, but uh, when he started getting super big, those were my main. And then um, lastly, um, into church as well, um, yeah, yeah. gospel. Um, my my mom had a rule for Sundays that it was no rap on Sundays. It was R&B or gospel, and um, which was cool. Um, that got me learning a lot more of the old school and everything. But yeah, like I mentioned before, besides that, everybody's just concert. You know, I can't tell you how many times my mom and dad went and saw Prince live. Um, how many times when my aunt got rest her soul, she got lost at a venue and ended up meeting um patty labelle backstage awesome. and just chilling in the, in the in the green room with her just just chilling um my mom and dad had dinner with james brown one time what? yeah that's insane but there's no photographs no nothing i'm like <laughs> i'm like bro is it's as he say she say but they both say they yeah, both yeah. said that they had dinner they sat with him and all his bandmates and dancers and they had dinner with james brown out there at a concert um yeah so like 
with me i try to go to at least two three concerts a year yeah. um this year i already went and saw jid is shimino um i saw mac air so i went by myself to see that concert he was in columbus and then july we went and saw beyonce um in louisville um and that was my second time seeing beyonce I saw beyonce jay-z um i seen the r&b artist jojo have to clarify because when i went to the concert everybody thought it was jojo siwa it's not <laughs> this girl been out way before jojo siwa um yeah it, it, i think I, I, concerts are really dope especially the smaller venue concerts are really cool the super intimate ones um yeah i i thinking of places and festivals i want to go to next year but yeah that's that's more me about that i was going to ask have you been to concerts yeah not much when i was growing up but um now that i'm older i do have a a like goal to go see more people live uh because the energy is awesome like going to a concert is it's like nothing else Mm-hmm. Like you can listen to the worst album on Spotify, but if you go see it in concert, the music still is gonna be trash. But the energy that people bring, like there's diehard yeah. fans, like it's it's there. It's they're gonna be singing like it's yeah. the best album of the year, right, but you know right. this shit's trash. No, I get <laughs> you. I get you. But yeah, I, I um I went to go see um Weird Weird Al live oh okay which is pretty fucking cool i always want to see him uh, i felt like an acid trip watching all the lights and shit just go on <laughs> but i heard he puts on a good uh, show though oh man it was it was amazing i like oh it was awesome he didn't do a lot of um weird Al was, was uh one of the artists that i not really like grew up with but like growing up i had a select um few of his uh like parody songs everybody did you know I mean? everybody had a few and whether it was you usually the star wars ones or the yeah dirt, uh, dorky ones but yeah either you had it saved or you watched his videos on youtube yeah, over right. and over again yeah <laughs> i was i was more of the i was more of the my friends introduced me to him with the um with the videos that yeah. he had when YouTube was popping, right, but right. yeah, that he's awesome. But he started doing for the um, actual concert. He did a lot of original stuff. Okay. So it it was really cool to see and listen to all his original stuff. But I was really like the whole trip up there. I was me and my friend. We were bumping all the parody songs just to like hear him live right after. Um, but when we got there, he's doing original stuff. But at the end, it was really cool because he did. Um, I was telling my, my friend didn't listen to much uh, Weird Al, but I put him onto it, and you know, we made a playlist of his best uh, parodies, and I put my favorite ones on there. And I had like three I was really hoping to to hear, and it was like White and Nerdy, uh, mm-hmm. Yoda, and. Um, the saga begins it's like another star wars one and he did he like uh he did like a big mashup like one long song it was like a big mashup of all of his parodies and it was awesome and the lights were going crazy and whatnot gotta look up how but, old is he he been out for a minute i mean i don't know yeah i, I want to see his past like 
Six, maybe 50 or 60. 63. Yeah. He is 63. Wow. I don't know why I thought he was going to be, you know, like 55 for some reason. But well, I was about to say 56, yeah, but... His birthday's coming up. Oh, yeah? October 23rd, so he's going to be 64. Shout out to him. Shout out, shout out. <laughs> um, awesome. Any other ones? Yeah, I went... Um, I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Mark Rubier, but he does, um, he does like, live improv music, which is super cool to watch. He's got a YouTube channel and does shows. But my friend and I, back in high school, um, we found him on, like, Reddit Live. Mm-hmm. And um, he had, like, 30, maybe 50 viewers. And uh, I think this past year, uh, we saw him on um, performing in Columbus, which is super cool. And he, like, sold out the crowd. And he's, like, pretty popular now, which is super cool to see. Uh, then I went to Sonic Temple, which is this big, like, metal, yep. uh, big metal festival, which is super cool. There's, like, three stages. There's one big one in the stadium. And there's two off, off the side. Is it, like, a three-day? Was it a multiple-day, multiple or was it yeah, all? Yeah, it, it was actually four days, yeah. Yeah, because I know when I, when I worked at Spencer's, there was a lot of people that came in to buy a bunch of the metal um stuff like we had a bunch of metallica a bunch of uh sublime i think we had oh i forget the other one we had them sold out like crazy but that's when i knew that the sonic temple was in was coming up was that it'll be a a, a, just a rampant of the metallica the sublime shirts all being sold out or being sold by the bulks as spencers we had to like order quickly with those but i love going to festivals too because it's um well first of all it's like a ton of little concerts and yeah uh but then you can also say like you saw all these different people and like but it was just like in one trip you know yeah i was i was planning before COVID. it was like me and this one friend i had at the time um we were talking about going to this festival it was in kentucky and it was going to be awesome. I think Cage the Elephant was going to be there. Oh, cool. Uh, what's his name? Um, Jack Harlow was going to be there. That's when the What's Poppin' like started oh, yeah. be- started becoming popular. He was going to be there. Um, the 1975, I think Wale was going to be there. Like, it was a bunch of good... Yeah, it was a, that's a big spread. It, it was a good-ass spread. <laughs> and then fucking covid happened so of course you know they shut shut down and then they haven't really had the funds yet so they said they're coming back next year and i'm like fuck because i was like bro like that would have been so dope because i at the time i was a big 1975 fan like i'm still i'm still a good fan of theirs but at the time like that's when i like really did my research and was you know listening to all their older stuff getting myself prepared and i was like bro like this kills you know like for like you said you get to see so many people in just a few couple days for just a good price yeah i'm like some of them do it really well um that's another topic we could get to definitely come festival time it's like certain festivals i have beef with because either a they either announce them really slowly or B, they don't announce, like, 
is either a they announced them really slowly who's going to be there and then the other part is you have to get those tickets early because if you get them early you know you're not paying big so like if you get them when they announce the tickets are on sale now you get three days for like 99 dollars plus tax but the issue would be or the caveat would be like but you don't know who's performing right i'm that person where like i need to see the who's performing um my biggest gripe was pharrell pharrell does um it's called something in the water festival um he normally he normally has really good artists Um, <laughs> let's people can see that. Um, but what was I saying? Uh, Pharrell. Yeah. So Pharrell, something in the water. He has all of his like friends there. Like the one I saw was like right after COVID. I think it was like either the 2021 or I think it was 2022. Um, he had it in DC. He had. I mean, everybody in hip hop, he had Anderson, Pac, T.I., Usher, um, all like the up and coming artists, like the City Girls. He had throwback people. I think he had Nas on there for one day. Like he, it was a show. And then Pharrell performed. He brought out Pusha T and Clips. I think he brought out Timbaland because they're from Virginia. Like he brought out a good amount of people. But this year I wanted to go because I had the time off to do it. But he didn't post who's going to be there. And then I'm like, fuck it. I'm not, I'm not going to spend. Because at that time, it was like $200 yeah. per person at that point. Damn. And I'm That's like, crazy. you know, I had it. But it's one of those where it's that, it's that type of money where you can't just waste $200 on, like, just by yourself. Because I was going to go with my girlfriend. I'm like, I can't spend... $500 ticket wise plus traveling to Virginia again a hotel yeah. whether we fly or we all that and I don't know who's going to be it's going to be shitty but man I should have done it he brought out Usher again he brought out the Jonas Brothers no no I'm getting pissed again I gotta do it I gotta do it because when I tell you the lineup when I tell you the lineup that he had this year you probably would have got tickets too. So this is who he had. Ready? Yeah. Amine. Arcade Fire. Uh, Babyface Ray. Clips. Coiler Ray. Um, Jasmine Sullivan, who I love. Um, Jonas Brothers. Kid Cudi. Pharrell also brought in ASAP Rocky. Buster Rhymes. De La Soul. Wayne. Uzi Vert, Dirk, Machine. Well, we don't care about Machine Gun Kelly. Wayne, uh, <laughs> Masego, Niles Rogers, and Sheik. Niles Rogers is from. Um, he was on Sheik, and then Niles did um, Daft Punk. He was. Oh, uh, he did Daft Punk. Um, who else? Summer Walker, Skrillex, Third Eye Blind, Wu Tang yeah. Clan, Wale. What? Holy shit! <laughs> and that's a three days. That's insane. But you got to understand, like, he post about it, like, mad early. 
he posts that probably around like December of 2022 of getting tickets. Gotcha. But you see, but he didn't post nobody. He kept everything secret. But I think, but I really think after that, I think, I think that might be a festival I'm going to spend money on. Yeah, I feel like it's just kind of one of those things where you have to trust you have to trust because um, it's a big trust because it's a lot of money but if you stick with the right like going to sonic uh temple for me every year from now on is like a must <laughs> you know what i mean like i'm gonna get my ticket tickets oh, way yeah. early oh yeah uh to save a bunch of money because i trust that they're gonna have these crazy you know artists they always do yeah. i've been like i said i see it on facebook they always have yeah crazy artist and i think i'm definitely going to trust him because i know pharrell he has a good he has a good taste in music but you see like how you said it's a good variety yeah you're telling me i can see wu-tang clan and third eye blind and jonas brothers (laughs) in the same weekend who (laughs) (laughs) that's such an insane lineup bro and i think he said there was even more that was coming up um but yeah, on, on the festivals, the other one I, I want to try to go to or plan out is um, the Dreamville Festival they have. Dreamville with J. Cole and J.I.D. and Boz. They have literally like their whole camp of Dreamville performs in North Carolina and they add other people. So uh, this year they had, I keep saying Usher. Usher be out here. Usher... He also is now, I don't know if people know this, but now he's going to be the halftime. Uh, he's going to be performing at the halftime show for Super Bowl for the next oh, coming year. Um, but he had at the Dreamville the first night, because it's two nights. The first night, the headline was Usher. The second night, it was Cole and Drake. So Cole did, I think, like 45 minutes. Drake did like an hour and a half. He brought out, I think, 21 Savage, Nicki Minaj, and Lil Wayne all on stage. At the Pharrell concert? No, no, no. At the um, the Dreamville concert. Oh, got you. Um, that was really cool. And that's why I want to go to the Dreamville concert because I know I'm guaranteed to see J. Cole perform. Yeah. Because it's in his home state and it's his own brand. You know what I mean? So... When when April comes through, I'm gonna be stressed because yeah. I don't know, I don't know who I want to spend my money on. I don't know if I want to be like, all right, it's a guarantee I'm gonna see J Cole. It's a once in a lifetime, and I've been seeing on TikTok everybody has fun at both of those festivals. Yeah, I've been seeing. I think this year for the Pharrell Festival, they had to cut it short because I think I think a tropical storm was coming through on the very last day but the people that were there for the first two days were good because i think they i think they perform twice so if people missed it on one of those days they'll be back either the following day or the very last day but you know i don't think i don't know if a lot of festivals do that i think it's one of those i think that might just be kind of unique for that festival yeah and i think more people should do that. I know Coachella do it. They do the first weekend, and then they do the second weekend. But still, like, I don't know. I think that's really unique, and I think 
that's gonna be cool to go see it's like all right if i was this one stage because i saw artists that i really like but i found out that usher's at the other stage but he's just started performing i'm halfway through this one i know at least either tomorrow or sunday i could just go to that side yeah and see usher since i already saw this dude play already so that's really cool um but yeah (laughs) uh festivals are lit um i encourage anybody who's listening if you've never been to a festival to go no matter what i think honestly i'm more i don't know about you but i'm more for concerts and festivals i like going to just learn different artists that yeah, I haven't learned sure. to. Yeah. Um, well, I go for sure to see the, the bands or artists I see. On oh, the, yeah, for sure. But yeah, it is also a second like um, goal to go and learn new artists. Like there's a there's a couple from Sonic Simple that I still keep up to with this day. I just love their music so much. It's mm-hmm. so cool. See them live, meet them, and then just kind of follow on as a fan. You know? Yeah, there's... Um, when I went to the JID concert, there's a guy... Um, who's getting more praises now as the year goes on. His name is Jordan Ward. He dropped an R.B. album in January. That's really good. It's a really, really solid album. It was quick, too. I think he just dropped a deluxe of it a few months ago. I think in August, I think he dropped a deluxe for it. Um, But when we saw him, we didn't know who the hell this guy is. He came out with a bucket hat and dreads. But he had, like you said, with the energy, yeah. he had so much energy. Yeah. He was screaming like he was at a rage party. But yeah, he was he was dancing. It was just him and his DJ. Yeah. He was dropping it low, twerking. Like, he, he brought it, bro. And then, like I said, he was the opener for the entire tour that he did, at least all through the States. I don't know if he went with them in the U when he went, um, to Europe and all that stuff um but he's dope and like you said you start following them and start seeing them I start seeing them on everybody's now yeah everybody's radar everybody's like watch out for this dude he's gonna be the next da 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 his album's awesome I like I like those I know there was another one when I went and saw Living Color uh, one of my favorite rock bands ever um they had these they were local fuck i forget their names but they all big um burly white guys with long beards one played the drums one played the bass one played the lead guitar and he sings burly but they have voices all three of them could sing and my dad bought us bought their cd during like the intermission because they went crazy um those are always my favorites is finding those where like they are local and you support them there's another guy oh his last name is parker i'm forgetting his name but he was there when um i went and saw mac airs he was awesome he came in white boy came in with the um man bun he had a jersey that said outcast which was dope yeah. And he wore some dress shoes and jeans. I said, "What That's in the, I said, "What kind of outfit is this <laughs> dude doing?" Then he got the guitar. I'm like, "Okay, so let's see what he do." The first, like, the first thing he did was just start ripping the guitar. He didn't even yeah. sing yet. He just start ripping, and then he starts singing. And then he has a really good voice. I'm like, "Bro, 
this dude is dope. I'm thinking like, you know, maybe this dude is touring around, but he was only there specifically because it was Columbus and he's from Columbus. He's dope. Um, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get his name right. Um, probably put it in the comments of this so people could go follow him and listen to him. He's really dope. Um, if you're in the Columbus area, cause I know he'd be, he'd be performing all over in Columbus and small venues and stuff. Um, he's, he's awesome. He's, he has the voice of an R&B artist, but he has the, the way he plays the guitar is kind of like Prince-esque. Not, you know, not to a certain degree of Prince, of course. No one can be Prince when it comes to guitar, but like when it comes to how effortlessly it was with his elegant, yeah, with yeah. the facial expressions. Yeah. I know, you know, with a lot of guitarists, if they don't do the facial expressions, you know, they're not really feeling it. Right, right. He had it all. He was killing it. And the dress <laughs> shoes, man, I think that was killing me. I was like, ain't no way you're gonna come out in dress shoes and an outcast jersey. That's that's <laughs> not gonna go together. I think. You know, you wear Jordans or Vans with that kind of fit, but yeah, my man was Speaking out. Speaking of uh, local bands, though, a couple here in Dayton, uh, I just wrapped up my head, um, led by a couple of our friends from high school. Okay. Uh, Dreadful Rumor. Is oh, I love band. Dreadful Rumor. Tyler Wisman. Love Tyler. Lead singer. Yes, uh, sir. He goes fucking crazy. Um, every venue I go to, it's awesome i mean it's all it's always small smaller venues but i, I know that they just actually toured to um to new york yeah yeah, I, yeah i think it was cleveland when they were coming back and then they mm-hmm. came back to uh dayton but that's pretty i mean that's pretty fucking cool if you ask me you know but that's it's, awesome that's doing some that's my but, that's my birthday buddy he's uh he's two days older than me i think he's i think he's the 13th march oh, 13th yeah. i'm the 15th he's I believe he's two days older than me but well shout out Dread- dreadful rumor shout i think they him. just released a new single too yeah a new ep or something definitely gonna have you guys on the show for awesome for um, real. and then um prism 937 sam gale yep yep uh, kane boris um they i haven't caught him in in uh i haven't caught him in concert yet but i know all of them personally and they're all fucking fire musicians and i know they bring that energy to the stage and i'm really excited definitely gonna drop whatever i'm doing to see the next show so i'll be out there looking for the next show but that's also a band to shout out i feel like too oh yeah um if we're shouting out for more local people yeah, yeah. uh throwing it out there on the hip-hop side nutty 5000 and uh hnf tay that's my boy Dante. Dante and I go way back from uh, summer camp, playing in the pool and shit. Shout out to you, bro. <laughs> I see you. Uh, also a really good cook as well. I'm just throwing you out there. You you gonna get some good views and shit. Um, yeah, he's a really good rapper. Um, another guy I know he lives in Cleveland now. His name is uh, Chaos 1.0. Um, I went to middle school with him. He dropped at least i know he dropped two albums i think he's working on the third one but he's pretty cool too his beats are dope um yeah i'm trying to think of anybody else there might be other people i am missing that i know who dropped music i know one and one producer in dayton 
uh, I know of called Ooze Too Nasty. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 yeah. Fire, I, I fuck with that uh, that perk beat. Jesus. Awesome, bro. I love that. I, love, I just, I'm a sucker for, uh, like, group songs where they just kind of, oh yeah, you know, freestyle a bit and mess around with each other. I think that's awesome. For sure. Give me kind of kind of early Wu-Tang vibes, you know what I'm saying? Man. Ain't nobody going to be like the Wu, though. Yeah, true. That's, <laughs> that was a lot of motherfuckers that can rap. I think that's the problem. Not the problem, but trying to find that many people that can rap good that's why they were so legendary is like not one of them couldn't rap not one of them i don't think i think all i don't know how many there was, uh, i don't know was there like 16 there's a lot of members i on really couldn't i could probably I tell you about five or six I, everybody can name know? five or six but no <laughs> one no one can name all of them yeah right. but that was what made them so unique is because it's like at one point in hip-hop people will have all these people on stage but they didn't rap then you get to the wu-tang clan all of them people are on stage but all of them can rap i think their biggest uh i think the biggest strength is um maybe not necessarily writing like the craziest verses or no anything, no but i think it's just strictly the freestyling you know yeah and everybody can handle their own yeah that's the thing it's like and solo too all of them have done have like everyone has at least one good really good solo project yeah and then i know the famous ones is method man red man and i think everybody gives love to method man but i think red man in my humble opinion is better than method man i don't okay look this could be a bit of a hot drop i don't think method man is insanely like high on my on my uh it's not a hot take i don't know i don't know what to say that's not a hot take i don't think it's a hot okay, take good, i think he's good <laughs> but i don't think i don't think he's top 10 everybody yeah, i don't think everybody yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. putting him top 10 right he might be top 25 depending on people um but i know at least for me red man is in my top 25 yeah and no and no particular order i know there was a whole point a couple years ago where they had like the top whatever list of hip-hop artists they did like the top 50 greatest or wackest hip-hop artists i'm not doing that i just know like if my top 25 unranked red man is going to be there if we're doing duos red man and method man should be talked about as a dope duo and i'm no i'm not saying they're better than outcast i'm not saying you know they're on that level per se or like a ugk but put some respect on method man and red man together as a duo when they rap back and forth is pretty good and it's the different styles and everything um but i get you method man i don't think that's not at least to me other people might think it's a hot take but at least you and me here we're on the same we're on the same wavelength um he's good though i mean like of course whenever i listen to um kind of blanking on the name of the song but it's one of Wu-Ting's clans like top hits Cream? Um, it might be it might Break Your Neck or Protect Your Neck I think it might be Protect Your Neck um, Green Eggs and Ham yeah you know Sam I Am mm-hmm. I mean come on hey man that was look 
I, I'm always I'm always like rapping to it in the car, you know, like let's go, yeah, boom. But if I'm really putting it up against like some other artist, it's just not really gonna hold up as well, you know. What I'm as my dad would say, you say that now, but in the streets it was hot. <laughs> yeah, I, I get you. In the streets, in the streets, in the in the ninety four, ninety five, it yeah. probably was hot. Yeah. We probably have a different take on it if this was if this was ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, but right. in twenty twenty three, when we really do the deep dive and other rappers and everything, yeah, that that. <sighs> I, 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 I'm also might be a hot take, but the more I listen to Wayne, the more I'm thinking, I should say this, Wayne 2010 into now is not top 10 rap rapper. If we're doing 2000 to 2009, that's a good arc. You know how they say like Kanye the old Kanye, the trilogy of the bear with graduation yeah. and all that, that Kanye can't touch a candle to the new Kanye. I, tr- I believe that. I don't think anything's touching those three albums. Maybe um, my dark, twisted, beautiful fantasy. Oh, yeah. That might touch it, but it's hard because I still... Well, maybe kids see ghosts. I don't think it's good, but I don't think it's as good as it. That's like I said, that's me. Yeah. I think I think I mean it is I mean the trilogy is pretty I mean it's pretty good. The trilogy but that's yeah. why I'm saying like with Wayne, like the trilogy of the Carter, like one, two and three. I think three being like the coma like the the collective of like I think like the Carter one, two, three goes good better best kind of how what is it it's college dropout late registration graduation yeah. it's a good better best in my opinion okay and i've been i've been really thinking because i just listened to um he just dropped i think it was like uh with the fix wait for carter six or something like that oh it's called the fix before the six 10 tracks i think only saved like two or three in my playlist all the other ones i was listening to i'm like bro i can't maybe maybe i'm like maybe the carter six might save it but i think now it's like wayne is like we we, i don't want to say give him a pass because he's a legend i kind of liked carter five carter five no carter five reminded me a lot of that hunger that Wayne was having in the earlier years. Carter four, I don't think it's the best one. I think it's the weakest one out of all the Carters. It's one of my guilty pleasures because when that first came out, I knew all of it, but that was because I was a big Wayne fan and I loved his run with all the features and everything. But I'm, I'm making, I'm standing on that hill. I think the 2010 to now Wayne is not top 10. I don't believe so. Besides, and like you said, which is a good point, besides the, uh, the Carter 5, I think it's a really good album. I really do. But I don't, I don't know. If we're talking about 2010s, um, I have a thought of Eminem 
and I kind of have the same um, uh, opinion that you have of Wayne. Wayne with Eminem. I feel like you know? I feel like everybody does though, but I know what what album. Hold like on. he's got some hits that he comes out like like that 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 one with uh, Logic. Uh, homicide that shit was fire um, i like kill Ma- shot was insane and but, i like um the, know, marshall, the marshall mathers lp2 that's the one that had rap god in it and all that yeah if you listen to that album as a whole that's a pretty solid eminem album after the whole you know break relapse and everything because like you said there is there is a break in his catalog and i and we can't we all know we can't deny when he first came out to when he went on hiatus what was like oh four oh five yeah that was top tier and no one was no one had a candle next to eminem you know what i mean with sales and everything but after his after he came back i think he had the hunger and everybody was like um everybody was just really eager to hear eminem back and um here he had the same he had the hunger to get back in the rap game and everything so like when he was it relapse that came out in 09 that was a good that was a i want to say a good album but it was a pretty good one to come back to um i didn't like kamikaze that I much. I liked a couple tracks on Kamikaze, but that was about it. But uh, I was gonna say, uh, I forgot about "Music to Be Murdered By." That was actually that was a solid album. That was a solid album, actually. Yeah, I, I completely forgot about this album, but that was a solid. I need to go back and listen to that. I mean, Godzilla with Juice World. You uh, know what's a good slept-on song on that album? "Lock It Up" with Anderson Pack. Oh know if, yeah, no yeah. No, I that's guess. a good sleeper yeah. song, man. Yeah that's those kind of nights yeah i have a uh i have a um late love hate relationship with stepdad i don't know why the beat goes crazy but like I but the, f- the intro the intro um track is is but I that's skip it, you know what I'm saying? but that's eminem though yeah, he, yeah. it's 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 that uh we don't talk about revival <laughs> we don't ever we don't ever talk about revival <laughs> and i didn't even know he i guess he drops Curtain Call 2 Did Last year Is it Curtain Call 2 or was it um, Oh it looks like it might be It might just be Like a top hits or something Yeah I see the Eminem's show Expanded edition A lot of it is like Live instrumentals Ooh that's nice I think my favorite Eminem song is Cleaning Out My Closet I don't know why I think I like the beat to it. Um, also, I think the way I am is a good song. Um, people always be like, always look at me crazy because I know the whole song of "Lose Yourself" and not just uh, uh, "Mom Spaghetti." He's nervous. <laughs> I'm like, I get to the third verse and they're like, "Are you still going?" Like, do you not? Why do you guys just know that one part, bro? Oh, but I'd be going in. That 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 song is fire. And um, I think it's kind of funny. We were talking about uh, what kind of uh, podcast topic we we're going to talk about today. 
uh, and one, um, one of them was One Hit Wonders, and yeah, on to kind of tack on to that, it's not exactly One Hit Wonders, but it's kind of one era uh, wonders, if you will, like um, from this time. This music that they released from this time isn't yeah. gonna even touch what they got now, you know. Oh yeah, and I think no, that's and there's there's a few. There's a few artists who are getting better as time. Nas is a good example of that. Yeah. The last six albums that he dropped all been really good. I think that's just because him and uh, Hit Boy, his producer, because he, he finally won a Grammy. A lot of people had Nas in their top five. And I know a lot of people don't, you know, really, you know, care about the Grammys like that. Like, you don't need a Grammy to be you know acknowledge that you're really good in this industry because if that's the case i can name so many artists from every genre that didn't win a grammy mm-hmm. or who was nominated or never been nominated and who who's been you know arguably a really good artist um but Nas, this run that he's been on the last like two three years it's probably one of his best i haven't seen since when he first came out um not saying that the album touches anything to Illmatic, his first album he dropped, because Illmatic is just one of those albums where it's 10, I think it's 10, 10 tracks that has no problems. He's rapping his ass off. He's young as hell. I think he's 19, rapping his ass off, and he got the best producers in the fucking world in 92 to produce all, to produce the 10 tracks. You can't argue with that, but these last six albums are proving that even though he's 50, he can still be as good as a lot of these rappers are. And that's rare because like you think about all these artists who are close to his age or at his age who are still dropping music. Snoop Dogg been dropping music, Mm -hmm. but it's never going to be as good as Doggy Style. I'm sorry. I love Snoop. I love his songs i love just his whole persona everybody respects him yeah everybody know everybody knows snoop dogg yeah he feels like the godfather yeah he's everybody's he's everybody's uncle he calls you nephew and niece he's a football guy like you everybody knows snoop dogg around the world but you ask somebody what's your favorite snoop dogg song where he's rapping his ass off ain't nobody gonna give you a good one <laughs> maybe, maybe that one. <laughs> uh, but you, I think people have to like go back and listen to Doggy Style that got um, Gin and Juice in it. Mm. He's rapping his ass off on that album, but it's just one of those where like he's not going to touch. The only other person I think that's getting good with age is Jay Z. He hasn't dropped any albums since I think what 2017, but that last album was really good. Or it's one of those where I think it grew on a lot of people. But all of his features that he's been on since 2017 has been legendary. I think the last one he did was, what, with DJ Khaled? I think it was God Did, where they gave that boy five minutes to rap on an eight-minute song. (laughs) I was so mad because they gave Rick Ross and Wayne, like, a minute, maybe less than that. And I'm a big Rick Ross fan. I think Rick Ross is highly underrated i think more people need to go listen to his catalog i really do i really think he's 
he's top 25 rappers in my opinion my dad really got me hooked onto it i used to listen to a lot of rick ross before my peewee football games <laughs> rick ross got the hype music he's really good yeah. um but they gave jay-z five minutes and he smoked that entire five minutes there was never a dull moment because you could think if someone's rapping for five minutes it better be good you know, or you're going to get bored. I was never bored. I was listening to everything he said. It makes all, it, it was all making sense. Um, he's one of those two. There's just certain people that are just built different. Yeah. In the hip hop game, at least. Nas is built different. Jay-Z's built different. I think Wayne is built different for his longevity. I'll give him that. Because he could have definitely stopped, even with all the money shit that was going on. With him not getting paid and whatnot, he could definitely could have stopped, but he's still going. Yeah. And it's not, and I'm not saying that his new shit is shitty, because it's not. But like I said, it just doesn't hold a candle, bringing it back. It just doesn't hold a candle to it. And that's how I'm thinking when he drops the Carter Six, how we split Kanye, we're going to have to split Wayne. From the Carter One to Carter Three is one era of Wayne. And then you got the Carter four to Carter six. Yeah. That's a totally different Wayne. But that's also Wayne going through different shit too. Right, right. That Wayne, the Carter three Wayne can't or the Carter the Carter five Wayne can't touch shit to Carter three Wayne. I think Carter three Wayne is top tier. You know who's the best fucking rapper alive, and I'm proving it on this album. I'm proving it with my sales and my features. No one can hold a damn candle to me. And I was only what? I think it was like, what, 26, 27? You know, you can't you can't argue. And I tried to think about that for other artists that are coming up. It's hard. Logic Logic had a part. I think Logic was there. But something something happened. I don't know what happened with Logic. I in, think my, he was, uh, in my opinion. I don't know what happened to Logic. Because I really... Honestly, I was actually thinking about the same thing. I was going to bring up Logic. Uh, talking about um, early stuff being phenomenal Bro. and then later stuff not being as good but still is you know hidden the incredible um, true story yeah it's gonna be my favorite album of his yeah and then yep, right sure. underneath is under pressure yeah under pressure is a very close second and honestly I feel like he's I think like uh, I think logic is overhated he as is. An artist, you know. No, that's uh, that's a fact. He's um, he's overhated. I don't know if, he, don't know if he really he's under underrated, but I think he's overhated. He's know? overhated. I think he's he was overrated for a minute, and now he's bringing it back to now. He's mm -hmm. not overrated for the last couple years. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know because he said a lot of it was because he was in his like record deal. Yeah. And now he's not, so he's dropping more whatever he wants to do. Um. If that's the case, then we're gonna blame that—that that he was just dropping some of those. I think honestly, I was probably just a bit of like, um, I don't give a fuck about the industry anymore. I give a fuck yeah. about my fans and the music I'm making. And you know that that must have been just a really good, like, really big, uh, um, like, uh, purpose for him because you know, looking at like what he made in his early days and then what he made a little bit after that to probably finish contracts with the records mm -hmm. um 
and then what he's put out now, it's like completely different. Like you can see the you can see the oh, rush yeah. on certain it's, pieces, and you know. Yeah, it's it's different when he dropped. Um, what was it? Um, Sinatra Four. I, I don't know. It's not called Sinatra Four. Yeah, you, Sinatra. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Sinatra Four. I think it's probably one of his. I don't want to say his worst album. I don't want to say worst because there were some good bangers, and I really like the Wu Tang style. Oh, he yeah. brought everybody from Wu Tang Clan and rapping, and then he had Hundred Miles Running where he just went off, and, and him and Wale went off too. Yeah, Wale yeah. had a yeah. very underrated verse in that. I think he. I really think. I really think in my head, if it wasn't for that last verse from Logic. Wale smoked him. <laughs> I, I yeah. truly believe that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't, when I listen to that album, I don't remember Logic's first verse, but I remember Wale's and Logic's last yeah. verse. No, yeah, I get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I really think it's one of those Logic heard Wale. He said, shit. <laughs> I gotta get back in the studio. Gotta get back this in the studio. This is my album. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta get back in the studio. Ain't no way. Um, but overall, as like an album, I think that was not the best, in my opinion. And a lot, I know a lot of people hate on the Suicide Hotline song. I'm not hating on it. Now, if you look at it, if you're looking at it as like a just a song per se. It's, uh, yeah right but if yeah. you're looking at the overall message i'm not going to hate on a guy who did that who actually saved somebody's lives by yeah, listening to sure. that i knew a lot of people were giving them hate but i had to really listen to the people because i know someone was like i'm not hating on the song because of the message the message is not the problem yeah it's just that message could have been said a lot better because i get it that i don't want to be alive sounding sounds real corny when you don't when you take that idea out and just listen to the song and i and i felt cheated because i think who i think khalid is on that song is he i see let me look (laughs) let me look real quick i think um, and that was when khalid was was popping that's when he had the um what was the song the young dumb and broke um i gotta look at that i think he was on that on that um that was the Everybody album. Yeah. Who was the feature though? But I'm looking. Oh, there at... was Cleet on there. I knew Alyssa, Alyssa Cara was on there. I knew yeah. that much. Yeah. But I was mad. Like I said, people what who are listening. Part of that song is the very end. The very end. The very end. Well, see, that's the problem because every time I have that on like a big playlist. Every time it comes on, I just skip it because I have to listen to it again. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that's why I think I felt cheated. I he I think Khalid had 30 seconds at the very end. I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. what are we doing? But Logic, in my opinion, turned the corner when he dropped No Pressure. Mm-hmm. I think No Pressure is a good album, a really solid album. Because I don't think that was the that was the one he said he's gonna drop and he was gonna retire. Yeah. And everybody was like, well, if he's really retiring, which, you know, a lot of rappers say they're retiring, but they're not really. That was a good album to retire on. He left yep. no, he fucking ate, left no crumbs. The beats were good. And then the last two albums have been really good. Yep. I like the last yeah, yeah. two albums. Tarantino, Tarantino 3, I was not super impressed with. 
I stopped liking Tarantino. I didn't like Tarantino too. Oh, really? I loved the first one. The first one can't be touched. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like two. I did not like two that much. There was a few songs on there that I liked, yeah. but not as much as it was on the first one. I think the first, it was one of those where like when the first one come out, it's new, it's different. Yep, yep. It's not what we had, and that was that, and that was coming off of the incredible true story. Right. Right. And then the second one came out right after everybody with the one eight hundred hotline number. And I was like, okay, this is weird. Not weird, but like this is not as good as one. I don't think I listened to three. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna hold you. I'm I don't think I listened to three. I wouldn't. I also didn't <laughs> I also didn't listen to all of was it Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Wait, really? I listened to the I listened to the Eminem one. I do like the Eminem one. I like, um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I like Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. I like Homicide. I have a guilty pleasure for Icy. I have a very guilty pleasure for Icy. Bro, That's... I actually, it's probably one of my favorites. <laughs> I'm uh, not hating on it. One of my favorite albums. I th- well, actually, probably not one of my favorite, but I think it's, Probably one of the more slept on albums of Logic. To be might honest. be. I might have to go back I think, and I might have to go back and look at it. What I think is the most slept on is Supermarket, and then I think it's this. You think Supermarket? I love Supermarket, dude. I'm not even lying. <sighs> I love Supermarket. No joke. No, we're gonna have to end this podcast. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did no. not like it. I like the approach he was going off of. But I did not like Supermarket. Bro, it was. I I listened to it and I deleted it. I don't even have it in my. I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I tried. I really did try. Supermarket. I don't even have. Nope. I don't even have it in my damn library. Bro. Nope. Mm mm. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's the most slept on album of Logic's entire discography. And I think it's I think it's probably one of his best. I don't think it's probably top five, but I think it's one of his best for sure. And I think it's the most loved on one hundred percent. That stare is telling me all I need to know. <laughs> I was so pissed. I was so pissed at that shit. Yeah. Well then he released the book with it too, which I'm pretty sure it was supposed to kinda coincide I mean, with the book. Yeah. I'm not I don't have a problem with that, but I'm I think as a consumer, as like you go back and listen to it. If I don't have the book, I don't think it's good. And I, st- I don't think so. It might be good with the book. If I had the book and I listened to it through, as like the soundtrack for the book, might change my mind on it. Bro, I don't know, man. I think I think it's a solid album just by itself, to be honest with you. We had this, look, we'll both do some homework. We'll <laughs> do some homework tonight. But <laughs> right. I'm telling you, bro, that is the I... most I've done, and you should give it another chance. Let it let it grow on you, man. You, you've been what did that drop? Twenty eighteen. It's been five years. Just just let it just to let it. Uh, I was hyped too. I know, I know that I was hyped as hell when that, and it dropped after my birthday. That's why I was. That's why I was so disappointed. It, it he announced it around my birthday. What was year. the album right before that though? Oh, I got. Was it um. Was it Young Sinatra 4? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but dude, I don't know. I think... I 
think uh also he looks very weird in his picture of the young sinatra four i'm not gonna I hold you i i wish he didn't do that the glasses the bald head like but he was uh he was going for the the actual oh no 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 i know what he was going for i'm just letting you know (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i know i know i'm just letting you know but but bro um, i mean it's like under pressure incredible true story tarantino everybody tarantino 2 which i I still like it's not one of my favorites but it's it's got a handful of good ones young sinatra 4 supermarket confessions no pressure and then actually the young sinatra collection uh i like i actually really like it's also another slept on album tarantino 3 not great vinyl days has a few bangers on there i like vinyl days i do um and then college park i i don't think i've listened to all of it yet to be honest but i do remember listening to most of it it was pretty fire self-medication is good with Seth MacFarlane or Red Man. Shimmy with Joey Badass is good. Therapy Music with Russ. Good. You're looking at Vinyl Days, right? Oh, shit. I'm looking at College Park. Uh, let me look at Vinyl Days. In my lifetime, I'm a big Action Bronson fan. I love Action Bronson. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Quasi, Clouds, Therapy Music, Breath Control. Which one is the Onardwar? Oh, and Doc D, bro. I totally forget about Doc D. Introducing Nezzy. That's the other person I want to talk about one day. Um, let me see if her full name could come here. Nezzy Momondu. My girlfriend got me into Nezzy. Yeah. Nezzy is a really good rapper. Oh, and I like, um, I guess I love it with the game. That was a good one. Um, but. Yeah, I might, I might, I might check it out. Supermarket. What we should do, what we should do is we should give each other like an album, and then the next time we record a record an episode, we should go down the list. We should both brush up on it, so we know, you know, what what each song is. We should go down the list during a section of the episode. Oh yeah. And just, you know, say like banger, not not good. This, you know, mid whatever I think that'd be that'd be a cool cool thing to do so you want so me- my first album for you you already know what I'm gonna say supermarket <laughs> Jesus yep yep Jesus supermarket I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the old school with you okay you ever heard of Big L uh no I don't think so Big L look up Big L okay look up it's gonna be the album um Lifestyles over the poor and dangerous. Yeah, I see that. From '95, listen to that. Is that okay. his life got cut too short, man? But Big L, I think Big L is probably one of my favorite New York rappers. Got you. A lot of people, um, big hip hop heads, like big big not even new york but just big hip-hop heads know about big l he's one of those where like 
he just got caught in the loss of all the New York rappers coming out uh-huh. with Biggie and Nas. Because the album came out in 95. So Biggie was already out. Nas was already out. Then you had Tupac on the West Coast. You know what I mean? So there was a lot of hip hop just being around. And I know if you were in, and we were in New York in 95, it'll be Big E, it'll be Big L, it'll be Nas, I think Jay-Z. Jay-Z dropped an, uh, his debut album the following year, 96. But Big L is probably one of my favorite lyricists, his flows. Put, put, uh, what was it? Put them on, put you on. Let me look at it. Put it on. And, um... Street Stuck, Street Struck, and MVP are my top three. Okay. Those are my those are my shit, but yeah, because I'm reading on and as I got album music, it says quite possibly the best MC to ever come out of Harlem. Big L was on the cusp of superstardom when he was shot dead in early 1999. That's what I'm saying, bro. R.I.P. But yeah. It's it's and you know what's crazy too? It's just sad because it's really like the more I read it, the more it is really reminding of uh Biggie Small's vibes. That album was the only album that he dropped when he was alive. The other album Damn, what was it called? The Big Picture. That dropped. That was after his death. Um, But, yeah. That's... I got you. I will... Sadly, listen to Supermarket. Not Maybe sadly. You're, you're not going to regret it. I mean, I, I promise. Uh, Look, you're, you're after... It's been four years. Your, um, your taste is has matured and, and, and grown, you, you know, you, you can be more uh, open to different types of music. So I think no, taking another I, I, listen to it, I think you're going to... I've always been open to many types of music. <laughs> Even with that album out, I was, I was rock. I know me, I was rocking 1975. <laughs> I was rocking Travis Scott. I think I was rocking Ariana Grande. I had a bunch of shit in my rotation. Don't do that to me. Don't you dare disrespect me like that. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. What are you disrespecting me like But listen, that? I think I think giving it another shot is worth it. I'll give it another shot. Yep, yep. I'll give it another shot. I've seen people go back to shit. Um, I've been doing that for like my 2022s. I've been going back to those out to those albums that I had saved in my playlist and be like, hmm, is this really good or not? I saw someone did it for um, Beyonce, so I did it before a concert. That album was pretty sick pretty good um there's a couple albums that dropped last year that i had to go back and look and revisit and i'm like eh, it's not as good as not but i'll do it i'll do it for the love of logic yes sir i'm well, also i'm also got your your uh album big l big l yep, yep. lifestyle over the poor and dangerous i think he spelled it crazy. Yeah, he does spell it. Yeah. It, it, was, a, the, it was a time. Of lifestyles of the poor and dangerous. 
Yep. Yeah. That's an iconic um, album cover, too. Someone I just saw, his name is Lord Sko. Uh, I'm going to show you, but he his, his is called United Place, but it looks exactly like the big L. Oh, yeah, for sure. He took, he took um, also a good album. Not saying to do this as a homework, but this album, Lord Sko, good uh instrumentations gotcha. and stuff he was rapping over that really good i just listened to that on um yesterday i believe yeah i listened to the whole album yesterday pretty fire um yeah um other than that do you have any other closing remarks before we uh knock this 2.0 out no for the man first it's episode? Been fun. i enjoyed uh recording with you and i'm excited for next week bet bet um so when we come back next week um i think it'll be cool if we both um try to play one or two songs that we like off the album if we did if we didn't it's fine yeah it's totally fine if we did then we could play at least one or two um yeah um we're gonna come back next week uh give you more topics off the dome uh, hopefully we'll have um, my good friend Asia here. We'll get to know her a little bit more as well. Got see how she got introduced to everything, um, and then just go off of um, that. I think that would be a good thing. Um, try to do that every week. Give each other an, uh, an album or a song to listen to, whether it's old, new, whatever you. Um, other than that, um, yeah. I'm going to find a way to close this out one day or later. I'm going to give me a smooth transition here and there. But, um, yeah, stay tuned for next week, and we'll see you guys later.